0: Three, two, one. No, I'm giving no introductions today. I don't feel like doing that. Welcome to Passion Changes Everything. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Thank you for following us on Instagram, giving us advice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today we have a very special guest. He's he's big Fonz, but he's getting little. He's getting smaller every single day. My boy. Fonzie,
1: what's good, my boy? Ah, what's up? What's up? I appreciate you guys having me on the podcast. You know, it's been a minute. I get a text like, "Yo, gonna be here? Not gonna be (laughs) here?" I'm like, you know how you get those? You get those. I'm down the street, text, but down the street, a couple, couple cities away. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming at us already. We (laughs) hear, we hear those now.
2: And and said, what is up know, to my co-host? We G. busy. That's good, there,
1: I feel baby.
2: Like, No, we got we got a lot of stuff going on. You see, I look homeless. My beard's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. Look, he, Fonz he, is he, on he it. He, he already made Corey make his man. bed up.
0: <laughs> he said, "What is that on your bed?" I had a little blanket. It's <laughs> gonna be one of those episodes. I can already it's feel good.
2: It. Corey, they missed us, man. They missed us on here. Everybody's hitting us up. Like, yo, where's the We're like, yo, trust me. We got some big things coming. We're not going to talk about it on this podcast, but trust me. They they
0: thought we were slacking. Uh, Never slacking, never lacking. Yeah, we we got got some big things
2: coming. For sure. Start it off, Corey.
0: No, facts, puns. I want to know. I'm going to let you take over, bro. Tell everyone what you do, what you're about, what's the new stuff that you're getting into, everything. Let them know your past, all that good stuff.
1: Ah, all right, word. So... So folks, realistically, uh I'm gonna keep it hunting. I'm a Fonz Whitehurst. Uh, but you guys can call me Fonz, you know, unique guy. Probably don't know many is where you at. And if you don't, you can slide in. My bad boy always working.
0: And <laughs> 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 here but, we go.
1: <laughs> but uh, I'm from I'm from Syracuse, Syracuse, New York. Uh, currently a PE teacher in the inner city of Syracuse at Van Dyne Elementary. Uh I, I attended Utica College, got my bachelor's, my master's degree, and uh, I'm living life right now, you know? But if, if you look down the road, if you look back down the road quite a few years ago, I wouldn't even tell you I'd be where I'm at right now. Being a teacher, winning first year teacher of the year, being the first to graduate from Utica College uh, Health and PE program, Winning first year teacher of the year, or you know, not. I got a BMW now. A couple of years ago, I had a Ford Focus calling it a Porsche. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Ford Focus calling it a Porsche, baby. But I call that bad boy a Porsche because you got sometimes you got. I believe you got to speak things into reality. That's, and, that's facts. And uh and the only way to do that is like your podcast is called it's like passing chain is like passion changes everything. Yes, sir. So, a little bit about myself. Growing up, my mother was killed when I was four years old due to homicide. She was uh, so that happened. when I was four. Grow up, dip, didn't have my dad around. Uh, lived with my grandma. Living with my grandma was kind of rough. She was like, not down the best best path on drugs and different things, but she she always took care of me and my siblings. That's that's one thing that I'll always love and respect my grandma for. Like, if it wasn't for her, it's like crazy. A lot of people, you'll see people meet like a drug dealer, see someone out there wilding out. And to me, I see my grandmother, someone that instilled love, respect, and and honestly wisdom into me. And that's, that's part of like, why I started my own motivational speaking company called Find the Wisdom. And, uh,
2: don't go too deep. Don't go too deep. Yeah, Relax. yeah. Relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skip that.
1: I got you. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have grew up uh, on every side of town of Syracuse, honestly. West side, south side, north side, east side. And uh, overall, growing up, moved 18 times. We, from living in the Salvation Army to living in a one-bedroom house with seven people, sleeping on the floor to sleeping on someone's couch, to honestly just trying to spend the night at a friend's house as long as I could just so I not have to go home. So overall you, you think of that and, and you ask me what, where I'm gonna be when I grow up, i tell you I don't know. But now you ask me what's, what, what's my goal in five years, I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna be up and coming motivational speaker be one of the best football coaches and PE teachers around in in central New York. Let's go. So,
0: so that, that's all I,
1: that's all I had to see. I had to be able to, to see it to believe it. And seeing the results come with all the hard work is what's driven me to be where I'm at right now.
2: Yeah, you gotta speak it into existence.
0: Yes, sir. Big black stone funds. Yeah,
2: it's funny, it's funny because we uh we posted today and it says uh manifest but also you got to do the work mm-hmm. and that's uh that's obviously right down your path you you didn't grow up with the vision not knowing what you wanted to do but as you got older once you started i guess change your environment go to college and everything like that you you kind of saw what you wanted to develop in and, and you know you got to put the time in
1: and that's oh why yeah to yeah.
2: accolades that's why you're driving a bmw right now
1: yeah you feel it yes, right yeah. here they see me rolling <laughs>
0: They hate. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, his entire life.
2: so hold, on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into it, these two people—they're from Syracuse. They bleed yes, Syracuse. Sir. They think Syracuse yes, is the best thing ever.
1: Yes, sir. You guys believe it?
2: I've gone. Hold on, hold on. Say See, yeah. they talking. They talking. These Syracuse guys.
1: <laughs> or you but, gonna live on some little island and call yourself fancy. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: got yo, yo, podcast world. Let them know we got the most followers. Our, the majority of our followers are from Long Island. So we showed a love, though. We show the love,
1: though. You Long Islanders? You can swim out there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah, you know, kids be hating, though. Can, can, you, can, can you
2: please him. tell Fons? Corey, he just yells. Like I talk, I like explain Syracuse. He'll just start yelling and flexing. Nobody cares. Can you can you please just explain how Syracuse is? Just because I I've, I've been out there. I know I got a lot of love out there. I got family out there. I got friends from college. You know, Hartwick. Nobody cares about Utica. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. But can you can you please can you please let them know? how diverse Syracuse is because it's crazy like it's really crazy how diverse Syracuse is yeah I got the east side west side north side south side <laughs> you got the suburbs like email.
0: yeah you, that's what yeah. I'm saying you guys have everything all day, baby. <laughs> yeah
2: so just just pretty much as you're moving and everything just describe the different parts of Syracuse you were in because it's crazy you got mad black people on this end, you got mad Spanish people on this end, you got all the <laughs> white people, then you got the mixed schools. Like, it's crazy when you go out there.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, I will have to say the best part of Houston is probably Wegmans. Shout out Wegmans. <laughs> Number one grocery store in the world. I'm not Here sure what y'all got down there, but it ain't touching <laughs> Wegmans.
2: These guys, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, so, so honestly, if if I had to describe Syracuse, it, I'd say it's 100% diverse, right? So obviously, we, we've all played sports. We've all played football, baseball, all those different things. And honestly, I think sports sports is what brings Syracuse together. You got Keyes basketball, you got Keys football, and it's like the only real big Division One school around here, right? So I feel like. We're with, really in New York, though? That's New York. Yeah, honestly. And over on New York, so I feel like it uh, it attracts a lot of people from all over. So, like you said, you live in Long Island, but you have family up here. You got a lot of those friends in Syracuse, and I feel like obviously Syracuse is really big. And you know, like you may go to the West Side and see like a lot of Spanish people, right? You go to the yeah. South Side, it's going to be predominantly black. But you go between the West Side and the South Side, you have a a very white mixed crowd, Caucasian crowd that. That divides it. Now you have people, you have kids that like, whose parents, honestly, in that neighborhood, a lot of their parents are lawyers, doctors, district attorneys. And those are all people that I played baseball and things with growing up. So you, you think of Syracuse, like um like, most of what people probably live in the suburbs. But honestly, like a lot of them also live in the inner city. So you get that connection of like, People that like you want to be someday along with like the people that like you're also trying to make it out the mall with that's perfect i mean that so, i feel like that's the best group
2: of people you can really be near like you got the best of both worlds you see what you never what you don't want to do and you also see just you see the the path that you want to go on just to have that the the those um i guess not just materialistic stuff, but just like the, the house, the warm home to go to all that other stuff.
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. But I have to tell y'all, Absolutely. something
2: crazy in Syracuse. Hold up. So I went to Syracuse with Corey. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hold
2: up. The, um, the, the listeners need to hear this. Corey <laughs> was I'm about to say. This yep. is just one of the many stories, but go to Syracuse with Corey. We're driving around. It's late <laughs> at night. We're about to go to Turning Stone so we so we pull up we're on the south side Corey's like oh we good out here me and my boy tyler we're, i'm looking like i've been in the, i've been in the hood like it's a, like, driving a little too slow he's driving real slow he's letting homeless people come up to the car i'm like yo there's a limit to when you can be nice like this is not it so look look Fonz. we pull up <coughs> gas station No, no no sorry sorry who pulled to a stop sign, and he looks to the left. He goes, "Oh, that's my grandpa." So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like "Okay, granddad, so, if you're watching this." So so, so so bet, like, I'm about to meet somebody from Corey's family besides his, his immediate family. This is dope. Pulls out. He's like, "Yo, grandpa." So, <laughs> you i said
0: <laughs> Me and my boy we're looking like what he goes
2: oh i almost had to run up on y'all i said what we don't know who's in this car everybody's windows up besides Cory like, oh, I almost had to run up on all, all y'all i was like yo this is different <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you, you can't rolling up on anybody and kill <laughs> uh, that thing go on the whole vehicle yeah, especially at night time
2: i said okay i said this is what y'all were talking about this whole time <laughs>
0: <I> said, <laughs> nah, nah, Fons. Fons. he goes are y'all smoking that mary vagina <laughs> <laughs> Mary, that gene.
2: The Mary we Vagina, said, he said. Uh, Mary, but who said uh, ladies what? and gentlemen, the Mary Vagina, whatever that means. I don't know what, I don't know I don't know what plant out. that is, but that's that's not yeah.
1: it. That's different. I told you, sir, you get anything in QG meter you got it.
0: <laughs> he said. No, seriously. Oh, no. Nah. That's that's Gene Syracuse. That's his. That's one of his first impressions of the Cues. First ever. First <laughs> ever, man. <laughs> Almost was his first and his last. <laughs> yeah,
2: from, from somebody on uh, a WARP. That's just unbelievable. <laughs>
0: ARP. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I knew this episode was gonna be full of jokes.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, th- th- this 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 one thing I always have for like you. You downstate and Long Islanders that always. It is every-
2: downstate. Why you give air quotes? It yeah, is yeah. downstate.
1: <laughs> because there's one thing about y'all. It's crazy. If y'all are so good, why don't y'all got a single state college, a single university? Y'all got to come up to where we are to get all these. Because lizards. you guys have
2: nothing. We need to have some
1: other part of the state <laughs> making money. That is why. <laughs> All right, back you to phones. How'd
2: you get into uh, teaching? Uh, <laughs> Change it up.
1: <laughs> I want to leave the island too. Back to cues. <laughs> all right. So, uh, honestly, how did I get into teaching? Honestly, uh, I got into teaching because uh, some of my my favorite people growing up were my football coaches, were football coaches and uh, different teachers' assistants. Honestly. Uh, I never had like one specific t- actual classroom teacher, teacher that's like, ah oh, this has been my favorite person. Uh, so like I was saying before, I grew up moving a lot, not always having like a steady place. So I try to get into sports and with sports, obviously, you know, like you got to travel for different games and everything. So honestly, I'd, sometimes I'd stay at my coach's house or like I'd go to my coach's house with their kids and hang out and play different things. So for me, I realized that like the people that are having the biggest impact are my PE teachers and my coaches. And because I feel like they get to have that equal balance of educating me and helping me realize real life lessons but also disciplining me and helping me realize that like, this is what you have to do. I'm not gonna baby you, we got it. We need to get this done if you wanna be successful. And and every day they get to wear shorts and a t-shirt. Like I'm in a t-shirt and sweatpants. I could wake up and go to work right now if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm comfortable, right? And so my biggest thing is, uh, how can I help impact someone else's life and help someone else and be comfortable? Yeah. Like, and, and coming from where I come from, like in the inner city of Syracuse, like. You you don't really want someone in a suit and tie telling you what to do or how you should live your life because that that's not relatable. If I'm in shorts and t-shirt because that's all I can afford, the person I'm going to listen to most is probably someone that probably looks like me or on my same level. So honestly, that that's what made me want to be a, a become a PE teacher or just a teacher in general, and and education overall is is what help us be more successful
2: yeah it's crazy i mean you're right like especially coaches in school as well as uh gym teachers you can be taught without a filter like you would look at your math teacher or trig teacher or whatever crazy if they start cursing and saying stuff you. they're really yeah. on the line with you would be <laughs> like whoa what, Yeah, what's happening you wouldn't even be able to think because you'd be like did the teacher just say the the S word? You'll be like, "Whoa, what <laughs> like what is happening?" And from yeah. your coaches, you're, it doesn't matter where you are in the U.S. Every single gym teacher coach, they are the only people in the school district with no filter. They just those, still got still got a job to this day. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you can, you can go. It's crazy. You can really just go to them about anything, like any yeah. single thing. You can go to them. Like, isn't yep. that how your experience
0: was, Corey? Like, it's crazy. how yeah, that works. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Those are the only people that I looked up to. If <laughs> a math <laughs> teacher even raised their voice, I was about to walk out of that class. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell me to do 100 push-ups. I'm doing 100 push-ups.
1: I'd, I'd have hard. to say the day I really realized I wanted to be a football, uh, football coach and a PE teacher was seventh grade and modified. So this is a true fact, right? Obviously, I'm, I'm in the, uh, I live in the inner city. So, so everybody a quarterback, right? So me growing up, I had a couple extra meals or two, so I know I wasn't playing quarterback. <laughs> but they like, yo, you should come play football with us. I'm like, ah, oh, we in there, go go to Florida, go to Nationals, right? So I go to my very first day. they like, yeah, we got to wing in. I'm like, I right, walk in. Down the scale, they said, you're 35 pounds overweight. I said <laughs> – damn boy how you too big for football at that point i was like oh no nah. maybe this ain't for me
2: <laughs> they cut that restriction now they yeah. cut that restriction like a couple years ago which is crazy
1: yeah so i was like damn i'm over for football so then i started playing baseball and uh obviously i had a high skills you know big poppy is either a good hit or a strikeout <laughs> I, I ain't gonna front. There's no more strikeouts than it one big hits, but we here now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was the same way. I'm awful at baseball.
1: Jesus yeah, so, at baseball so then, seventh grade, uh, I'm playing football, modified football at Danforth Elementary. I mean, Danforth Elementary. Danforth Middle School in Syracuse, and it's a muddy day. It's like, oh, uh, we did not want to practice.
2: Best days. So then,
1: Our PE teacher, Coach Ryan, said, you guys are being soft, right? He said, you guys, you know, football coaches are going off. So he dropped the F-bomb. He said, you're being ever soft, you pussies. So now you call someone in the city that, it got a different rage. And he said, he called one of the starting linebackers. He said, line up against me. So we like, this is why you're doing crazy. He probably went (laughs) one-on-one. Bro, got down in the mud, put his hand in the mud. Boom! Ran, home me over. So we was all like, ah! after that, energy went crazy. I think we had our best practice that day in the mud. <laughs> but best. Yeah. Then I was like, Yo, if I can hit it, can't probably not get in trouble.
0: It's, a, it's a
1: demonstration. You feel me?
0: It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was a method so, to the madness. He said, yeah. This is, so, only just to run people
1: over. Yeah, so after that I was like, oh, this is a game you could really you could really hit anybody and not get in trouble.
2: Yeah. So. Now football is when you learn at a young age, like you could just hit somebody as hard as you can. No nothing happens to you. It's just it changed your whole mentality. Even just oh, yeah. walk around Absolutely. daily life, you just feel like you can do whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Look at that, people are like, What's up?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Seriously. Like, seriously, it,
1: it, it, it's, it's a little different. I mean, you know, in the suburb, just like, give me your lunch money. And uh, in, in, in the inner city, it's, I'll, we'll see when we we'll put them pads on. <laughs> now you want somebody highlight tape. That's going to hurt your feelings and calling me back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, that's yeah. great. No, like, it's it's crazy. So you go from, you go from, okay, the reason why you want to be a PE teacher Chill. You get you get in your comfy clothes. Go ahead and just you know get paid to be in sweatpants, t-shirt. Deal with kids. What what grade
1: are you teaching? I teach elementary, fit, pre-K through fifth grade.
2: See, so you're teaching the good grade too. Like you're teaching the age where like people actually are dripping in sweat. You got the ring around the collar. You got scuffed up. You know, scuffed up shoes, grass your pants. Stains, yeah. yeah, and it's all right. Like, people want to play in gym at that age. When you get yeah. to high school, that has to be the worst. I would never want to teach gym in high school.
1: Yeah, they're they, like, they, no, bad good. and bougie. Bad and bougie. Like, boy, if you don't put them shorts on, girl put them sneakers on, we we'll about get going. Yeah, nah,
2: they're too cool. They're way too cool in high school, man. Yeah. I know Corey, I'm, I mean, when Corey was in school, I mean, he had to go to school for football season.
0: But I know the winter time.
2: (laughs) I know the winter time. Corey was too cool in high school. So he would have been the worst. See, Fond, you would have had to put Corey in a headlock when he was in high school, man.
1: (laughs) He he had a doctor's appointment every day.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah,
1: that that. boy never had a fever or a (laughs) cough. Exactly.
2: He had a doctor's appointment or he just wasn't showing up. He would just like he's the type of person to to really say like a close relative dies every week. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> family big as hell
0: <laughs> how many how, how many uncles do you have
1: jeez
0: Yo, y'all boosting I was in school every
1: day
0: yeah. <laughs> part of the day every day hell yeah
1: And nah, the girl, you can never run out of cousins though no nah,
2: seriously you can't run out of cousins
0: Yeah, nah, it's crazy
2: shoot. Like it's it's funny because I feel like every person Especially if you're one of the best on your teams, like someone wants to be, you're like naturally. Um, I guess a motivational speaker, uh, speaker in the huddles when you're just. I mean, I mean, you have different type of leaders and captains. Like I would, I would say like when Corey was a captain, especially in college, he was more. This is what I do. I can try to teach you how I do it, but I'm not going to yell at you if you do it wrong because that's a fact. as long as I do what I got
0: to do right, we're yeah, good. Yeah, I, and, I, and I think that I think that's a more of a growing process too. I wish I was more vocal back then because I was just like, I'm, I was honestly a selfish captain where I'm like, I'm going to grind. I'm going to be the first one in there. I'm going to be the last one to leave. And if you don't want do it, to do it, like it's, it's, it was such me, me, me as a captain. I was like, follow me or get run over but now I'm, like, growing into where I'm, like, I have to come back and tell these kids, like, listen, if you don't do this, we're going to lose every single game. Which yeah. Like, I think it's just a growing process. And,
2: and, you, and you break that down, I guess. I mean, for me, I kind of had to be put in that position with just my little brother. That So I had to really, this is how you do this, break everything down. So it was, like, natural. I'm seven years old so. About, like, eight years old, I was, it was okay for me to give instruction. And so with you Fonz, how did that really come to light with you kind of showing that light where when you talk, people listen? Because you, at a young age, you can tell, like I was breaking down the huddles and stuff. When I said run faster, people ran faster. And some people, they don't have that strength. So when did it come into your, I guess, your field where you were like, okay, when I'm talking, people are really listening to these words, not just the actions, because that's what's really important.
1: Uh, so it's funny that you say that because personally, I've, I've never been a team captain. Not modified, not JV, not varsity, not college. But to me, that, that never, that never meant anything to me because obviously everyone has to, has to play their role. And, and I realized that, uh, yeah, I'm, I've never been a team captain, but I've always had people gravitate towards me. Yeah. So so I, I've real and that's that's when I was in Beeville. Uh that's when I was at Utica. And I realized I was like, yo, like people actually are like are always looking at me or looking up, waiting for me to say something or do something. And and it was at that it was probably like freshman year of uh of of college, honestly.
0: When I realized that,
1: like, all right, people actually listen to what I do and like what I actually ha- what I what I actually have to say. No, nah, You gotta
2: you gotta go deeper than that because, like, <laughs> no, no, seriously, because the same exact thing was with Corey, and like Corey, people followed him, gravitated towards him. It doesn't matter if it was a theater kid it didn't matter. Like people really gravitated towards Corey and still in his mental, he's like, this is how I'm going to do it. This is how you're going to follow me. So it's, it's really, something
0: has
2: had to hit you to that point where you're like, first of all, build the confidence to go on social media and talk and say what's on your chest. That's huge. Number one, me and Corey were just talking about that yesterday, right, Corey? Like someone worrying about what you put on social media. So, number one, that is confidence. Because what are people going to think of you? That's stressful.
1: Yeah, seriously. Uh, so, absolutely. As <laughs> I, I'll be honest. So, it'll probably be when I first moved to Baldamsville. So, obviously, Baldamsville is a predominantly white school in the suburbs of Syracuse. And I'm a kid coming from like the inner city of Syracuse, struggling, honestly, got schedules on, and ones. Getting ready to go to a, a, a predominantly white school. So before I get ready to go there, I'm like, yo, like, I'm not gonna fit in here at all. Like, I don't look like them. I don't talk like them. They got way more money than I do. So the very first day I got to Baldensville, and it was three days, I got to Baldensville three days before school started. And I joined, I obviously joined the football team. And after the first day, I was able to practice the first day I got there because I was already practicing at my own school. And I was like, all right, like, none of these kids know me, but they're not about to think that I'm pussy or anything like that. So very first day, we, I'm, I'm, I'm on defensive line. I'm like, all right, the only way to make people known is by slapping somebody. So it's so a run play. goes <laughs> a heavy run school. Hence why Corey got a pot of there. <laughs> Heavy run of school, yes sir. <laughs> right in the a gap, first play, wham, hit this kid. They all go crazy. You're like, oh, this kid's good. Da, da, da. And to me, I'm like, yo, like, y'all don't do this here. And come to find <laughs> out, like, the kid that I hit, <clears throat> a little crazy up top. So they, they were surprised <laughs> that that happened. So for after that point, I, I realized that like. They realize that oh, this kid doesn't. This kid doesn't care. He's gonna do what he has to do. So going throughout Beeville, uh, I was just myself. I, I, I take pride in talking to people and just asking people how they are. So I'll say, going through it, while I was in Beeville, I realized that like people started gravitating to me just because I was myself. I didn't try to change for anyone. I didn't try to talk different. I was still was who I was, and it didn't, like you said, Corey, it'd be a theater kid, a band kid. I'm mean, going to say, hey, what's up? How are you? And
0: and I say the very In first In that time, tone of voice, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I say the very first time <laughs> I did that, a couple of them looked at me like, who's this guy? And I'm like, if if they didn't the say anything back, I'll just walk away and say, all right, good talk. So I, I think it, <laughs> it took me uh actually- saying something to them first and them realizing like oh maybe maybe this guy cares about cares about what i think or are just saying hello to me so i'll say that that's definitely one thing that that i realized that people gravitated to me of so many people from an institution that like i didn't think i was going to fit in at was just like you know this guy is is really nice he's cool he's just himself and Honestly, that's it.
0: And you're funny as hell. <laughs> and you can dance. Let don't be. Let the people know you be killing it.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like to dance. I will I will say a, a big thing that helped me break the ice and was in Beville was uh, teaching me how to Dougie was out at that time. And, yeah. And and they're always like, oh, you dance, you dance. And in my head, I'm like, Mike, I'm a black guy here. So, you know me, I get a quick middle of the circle real quick. Yeah. Hey, hey. So, you feel me? Got a light real quick. They like, ooh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so- you, you have a
2: big personality because it's it's crazy because I knew I – li- I literally knew you before I I even played against you. Corey and like (laughs) Val would always be talking like yo Fonz Fonz played for Utica oh Fonz this big Fonz this and my cousin my cousin's Keese so you know Keese and everybody oh yeah exactly so like I I literally already knew you just judging your from your personality so it makes sense that you went into the path of first of all leading America's youth second. Just being involved with speaking because if you know someone and never even cross paths before, it's just a, it's just a given. Like you're just a likable person.
1: Yeah, nah. I I definitely definitely am uh, one that like I really believe in never changing like who you are. Like always be true to yourself and be you no matter where you go. And honestly, I think that's that's what helped me be so successful and help people gravitate towards me, because like, like I said, I, I don't care, like the way I grew up is, I was a person I used to be, that I used to laugh at, but I was also good at talking shit back, so you talk shit to me, I'm gonna talk shit back to you, right, so I was used to being that person that people laughed at, or try to call dirty, or stinking, different things like that, but at the end of the day, I always knew like, all right, you got it right now, you got it right now, right so so i I didn't let the little things get to me i I never dwell on thing the little things in life. I always realized that like all right, there's still a life I have to live in and, and move forward and if I sit here and dwell on this because somebody called me fat or someone said i think like what what when am I really going in life if if I'm gonna allow those things to bring me down so at At the end of the day, I'm like people I think people realize that those things didn't hurt my feelings. Like the people is it's funny, it's a small saying, but like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Like, bitch, if you ain't killing me, I'm gonna keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> Hell if, I, yeah. if I ain't dead, I'm gonna keep it moving. Whether you like what I say, what I got to say, and we gonna we either gonna do this together or I'm going on without you. And I feel 100%. like too many people try to fit in where they are and they're not themselves. Like if, if you're not a quarterback, don't play quarterback. Like, near do, do
2: you think the word – me and Corey have talked about this before. Is fat a bad word to say to somebody? No. Like, because <laughs> – no, seriously. Because me and you, Corey, what happened when you <laughs> weighed in on football? You walking on the scale with your Gatorade, your snack, and your yeah. hammer, right?
0: No, not worry about it.
2: Telling. And what everybody say? S- oh, you're so skinny.
0: Yeah, so skinny, so small. Older, yeah, the
1: same thing. <laughs> I, I think I think one, once people realize in their mindset that like no one is gonna be no one's the same and that you have to be the best version of yourself, that's what's gonna drive you to, that's what's gonna make you be successful. Too many people want to be like someone else, and that's not them. Yes, sir. I, I am Alfonso yeah, no, White, I am Alfonso Whitehurst, no one else can be Alfonso Whitehurst. So, I'm going to be the swaggiest, the most lit, the most entertaining Alphonse Whitehurst you're going to meet. I can't be Kevin Hart. I can't be Fat Joel. I can't be Biggie. Uh, you could call me those things, but I, I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And you, you're going, going to ride. You Kevin together. <laughs> How'd you say? <laughs> I say? People call you Kevin Hart. <laughs> it's a couple of fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mentally good. strong boy. Yeah, nah. I, I I I like Kevin Hart. He's one of my favorite comedians, so I have to throw him in there.
2: I mean, I feel like he has to be. Like he's just. Yeah, no, hundred
0: percent. Especially in this generation, growing mm-hmm. up, yeah, it's Kevin Hart. <laughs> Fonz, what are some what are some of your goals coming up? Whether uh, you coaching or motivational speaking.
1: So, uh, so coaching overall. Uh, a couple goals I have is to become on the full time paid staff this year. Last year, uh, not a lot of people know, but I coached at Corcoran High School, but I was a full-time volunteer coach. After school, every day, weight room, and it's because I love it. I, I love doing it, and and football means so much to me, and I want other kids to realize that, like, football can means a lot to you, and it can also help you get out of, like, this rough situation. So, my overall thing is become, like, a paid coach. That way, I I can help some of my players more financially, and like help them get different things, things like that. Because I've already I've already volunteered a lot of my time, so I've I've showed them that, I'm dedicated to it. Now, if I can really help them excel more, that that'll mean more. That'll mean more to me. Uh, and like so, like I was, I said a little bit earlier, I just started my own motivational speaking company, and uh, called Find the Wisdom, and. My goal for that is honestly to get in this to get in front of as many people and share my story and like share my passion for being successful and how I've become successful through like all the obstacles and help other people realize that like if you have a positive mindset, you're kind, you're respectful, and you advocate for yourself. That that's one thing I think I've done more than I see a lot of people do. A lot. My one of my main things is a lot of people is closed mouths don't get fed. That that's one of my fa- that's one of my favorite things I live by. And coming from my situation, like if I don't got something, I've always had to ask for it, right? And if you're not used to asking for something, like asking for help and things like that, like some part of life somewhere down the road is gonna get difficult. And and we all have to realize that life is gonna get difficult. We're gonna have a tragedy happen at some point in our life. We're going to have, uh, we're going to lose money. We're going to lose something that means a lot to us, but we have to realize it all happened for a reason. Gotcha. Right? So if, if you sure. ask me, would I change anything in my life? I wouldn't change a single thing because say my mom's still here. I'm not the Alfonso Whitehurst I am today. I could be a totally different Alfonso Whitehurst. So is it a tragedy that happened in my life at a young age that I ever get to make memories or create memories with my mother or father? No. But I've, I, growing up, I just had to realize that like this is something tragic that happened and I'm going to use that as motivation to, to, to to better myself and someone else.
2: So basically like all your motivation is definitely, um, intrinsic so everything's just coming from deep down inside how would you let let's say how would you judge like success because everyone has their own their own way to really describe success like a lot of people materialistic a lot of people can live with just in the back of their car travel the world go to I don't know go to Utah and stuff and that's them being successful because they don't have a worry in the world so how would you really like break down successful because my being successful is different than what Corey would want. And it's probably different with what uh, you would want. So how would you kind of break that down?
1: Uh, <clears throat> so my idea of being successful is being happy. Right. So like, like I just said, I, I volunteered a whole football season last year and make a single penny, single penny, but I was happy. That's what I, that's what I love to do. So my overall vision of success is what's something or what things you can wake up for and never have to set an alarm clock right
0: i love that that absolutely that
1: that's when you know you're being successful or you're working towards something to be successful because your passion and love for what your body get ready to go do is what's waking you up not not a alarm on a phone to tell you like oh you got to go do this and you roll out of bed miserable or you're you're not happy about it. So I, I've a, I'm a big believer in like everyone has their own road and everyone success is is built different and whatever you decide to do in life it, it's about like what makes you happy. If you're happy hop, living in your car driving <laughs> place to place just to travel the world that's all that matters. Right at the end of the day, you came in this world alone. You're gonna leave this world alone. You can't you can't live someone else's dream. Like I said, you, you gotta be the best version of yourself. And, and it, and you're in and it's uh, tough in today's age.
2: Hell yeah, really yeah think of social media, man. Like Corey, mm-hmm. you swipe down social media. Like, how would you think that? You, like you're gonna listen to outsiders? Like me and you, we just don't 100%. care. Like, I'll post, we'll <laughs> post whatever. Like I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Like it doesn't really matter. But like. Yeah. Just scrolling down social media, it's just tough. Like, you really see a different way. Oh, absolutely. Way. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I
1: definitely, social media really have, like, have people messed up. It's, it's, like, to me, it's personally, like, crazy, but I understand how, like, social media really has, like, a lot of people messed up in the head of, like, their own body image. Yes. Right? So, it, it I'm pretty sure half of people, not half, every person on watching that chat and if you went to to college, you'd see me walk around with my shirt off, right? I'm 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 bills. four bills, you know, four big ones, four, four big ones. Hold <laughs> on, yeah, we got muscle under there. You feel me?
2: Right? Hold up, just in case a lot of the viewers they you know they be listening. <laughs> they missed that one. Yeah, they missed that one. So <laughs> they be on the uh they be in their car. You just played through the speakers. Yeah, big fonz over here. Four bills. Four four hundred pounds the big ones he's just out here you know flexing his pecs making his pec mm-hmm. dance so tell him to relax ladies and gentlemen
1: <laughs> we got kids watching uh, yeah yeah you're right you're right so yeah so it's like it's like confidence confidence it will will bring you to unbelievable measures and, and like and like i was saying like advocating for yourself right a, a lot of time, like, I've realized that I think adversity is what's made me as strong as I am today, because when you overcome so many things, the little things don't even matter to you, right? If I walk outside right Sorry. now, it was $20, shit, well, I'd have been eating out of cans before. I eat ramen noodles. I, I think the craziest thing is, like, people be like, oh, we don't have no milk. Right, growing up, the best I'm gonna tell the people the best free lucky charms you could get is some Cheerios and some coffee creamer. It sounds wow, dirty Cheerios, coffee <laughs> creamer, mix it with a little water. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Free, free lucky charms <laughs> right here. Different, right? And, and, and that's something I ate growing up. So it's like, if you when you realize that like someone has it less fortunate than you, even when you're already less fortunate. You're you're gonna you'll be fine. You don't. We won't have a cure in the world when you just people just have to start realizing and cherishing what they have. I feel like not not a lot a lot of people cherish or understand what they have, and and that's what's I think that's like the root of what's been messing up America. Honestly, no no, no one could. no one has like self respect or cherishes things or people around them
0: because it's so easy to go on social media and see big Fonz driving a bmw
1: and yeah. you're like man i want that and
0: you could be driving a honda like me a honda i'm yeah. cruising and i should just be happy that i at least have a car or I at least yeah. have a bike or I at least have both my legs you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just so easy in this generation to look on social media and be like wow look at Fonz. wow yeah. look at odell beckham
2: or, wow, look at Corey. Wow, look at his tattoos. Wow, washboard abs. Whoa, he's a, a professional football player. So don't yeah, – You see Fonz? Yo, Fonz, you saw that? He really tried to come in here and act like he is not a thirst trap on Instagram. I can't, I can't believe
0: he just did that.
1: Yeah. Because to me, I'm not. you already know. Do a couple sprints up a hill, catch a couple footballs, but always yeah, push, drinking the water with the one arm up, so you get the ribs out yeah, and
0: everything. Think, <laughs> it takes. I'm one of those people, bro. It takes 90 pictures to find one good one. I'm posting <laughs> my highlight reels. I'm posting. I got my hair done, my haircut, everything. I'm so the it's worst. All highlight on social media.
2: I'm the worst. What you're gonna
0: post is. <laughs> it's the you're posting the best picture. Okay, let me What's go
2: what? on my phone because I feel like I really don't be posting like. My, my pictures are nah, just low-key trash <laughs> <My Instagram, laughs> no, like, they, like for fire. myself it's my just... instagram is trash but i really yeah, have you
0: just don't post that often yeah
2: my whole instagram is really my girlfriend and my little brother that's really my whole, <laughs> 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 whole Instagram. <laughs> that's really crazy uh, wow that's crazy geez. i'm about to post something tonight so make sure y'all uh you know follow like comment <laughs> subscribe <I'll- laughs> on our youtube channel please passion change yes. everything yes. underscore um what else what else should we give them you know follow my guy do. well let me see the shirt fonds big funds let's see the shirt find, find, the, find, find the, wisdom. the
1: wisdom underscore on ig <laughs> yo hold they up said. we can't
2: we can't get you out of here it's without wrong. a w- what hold up aren't you a movie star weren't you just
1: on tv Ah chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh sign light, sign light, nowadays, you feel me? <laughs> it's like yeah, nah, so so recently I did uh uh taught a lesson on television, it's a regular PE lesson, and uh just this spreading spreading the word of who I am and like who my business is, so that that's been that's been me out out there on on the web, so honestly, yeah. There's something that I'd have to tell people is before we get ready to go, is advocate for yourself. I don't give a damn if you post a photo, no makeup, makeup, hairline fucked up, fresh line. Yo, be proud of that. That
2: no hairline.
1: That's who you are. What do you say? <laughs>
2: I said no hairline.
1: <laughs> yeah that's why my boy got the beanie out right now <laughs> yes sir i'm shaving my. i'm about
2: to shave my head tonight <laughs> been
0: saying that
2: for yeah. years. so
1: so honestly just just be proud of who you are like life's gonna go life's gonna throw you curveballs you're not gonna be able to hit everyone but get up and line up hit the next one uh one thing that i always say is uh like a quote for my business is let your obstacles shape your future. Right. So
2: Ooh. yeah. Say that say that again.
1: I said let your obstacles shape your future. And and what does that mean? Right. So I, I I say I'm not really sure where I always always get like my positivity and everything from, but it's from the things that I've been through. My past has allowed me to be driven and want to help the next person and it helps me realize that the situation I'm in right now isn't that bad and I use that as motivation right so one one last quick thing obviously I have a master's degree you may think oh that's crazy I have a master's degree in the master's program for education you got to maintain a 3.0 I did not maintain a 3.0 the whole master's program why was I able to stay in the program because I I fail honestly you don't get a 3.0 you basically fail but at the end of every, semest- every semester I went to the dean's office like, they like you know like you can't kick me out like I'm here you ain't getting rid of me so <laughs> unless you're packing my bag and taking me home I ain't going nowhere like this is what I'm built to do this is why I'm going to do this and if you kick me out I can't do that I can't go help the next person and I was able to stay in the master's program for a year and a half, and it, I just finished my master's degree. And
0: congrats! And,
1: and I, now, now Playboy got two degrees. You feel me? So, <laughs> yes, sir. And all that took was me advocating for myself and me realizing what I wanted to do was gonna was gonna change the world, and and them also seeing that seeing that vision of me just selling myself of yo, this is what I want to do, but in order for me to help someone else, you have to help me. And sometimes that's just the way you got to break it down to people. Yo, in order for me to help someone else, you might got to help me. Is it is, is it right what you do? Can you let everyone stay? No, but I'm not going to give up until – I ain't going to leave the office until you give me the answer I want. So I love that. That's got to so, be the snippet, Gene. That's got to be. So <laughs> – so that goes along with the podcast, Passion Change Everything. You got, you got to be passionate about, like, what you're going to do in your life, how you you going to be remembered, right? So that's how I leave you guys. Every day you wake up, how are you going to be remembered? You're going to be someone that sits, sits in your room and dwells on, this, on the sad things, or are you going to be the baddest motherfucker that walks the streets? I don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck what people think. Oh, he bougie. Yup, motherfucker, I'm bougie, and you mad, because I'm bougie. And I'm happy as a motherfucker. Let's go! You feel me? <laughs> and, 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 and that's why that's why I am who I am today, because I ain't going to let what you think affect me, but you going to let my presence affect you. That, that's your fault. You can control that. Control the controllables. And, yeah, we appreciate you, bro. No, 100%. Me? Yes. Sir.
2: My
0: boy big pond.